What's up, my good sis? This is your girl, Coach Naquandra at The Purpose Place. Welcome to the Women Alike podcast where we talk about the goodness of God and we also get into the realness of what it's like to walk as a woman of God. I am so grateful that you are here listening today and I pray that this message blesses you and encourages you in your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind you to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can be notified when there's a new episode uploaded also do your good work don't be stingy share this podcast with your friends and family so that they too can be uplifted and encouraged okay now that that's out the way let's go ahead and get into the message What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Coach Naquandra, at The Purpose Place. Welcome to the Women Alike Podcast, where we get into the realness of what it's like to live as a woman of God. Because, you know, sometimes we get out here and we decide we're going to live for God, and then it's like we're living in a totally different world. And so that's the purpose of the podcast, is to display the reality of that and to also help support uplift and encourage you in pushing through that and so today on the podcast we have Jayani a wonderful woman of God that I met on TikTok as well um and we just I just she reached out to me and we've just been in connection with each other about um working and doing different things together and so I asked her to be on the podcast and so here she is um she's going to share a little bit about her testimony a lot of things that she's been through, I truly believe it's going to set a lot of people free, going to help a lot of women um, push forward through challenging times. And um, I'm just praying that Holy Spirit meets us here and that this conversation is fruitful as we are expecting it to be. So thank you, Jayani, for um, accepting the invitation and being willing to share your life with the people today. Thank you for <laughs> Of course. Um, so I want you to open up and just tell us about yourself um, first. Yeah, just tell us, tell everybody about yourself, who you are, what you do. Um, okay, so my name is Johnny Hoover. Um, I'm 19. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. So um, a little bit about my testimony. I was shot when I was seven. And during during that period, I also watched my father get killed in front of me. And... It did bring a lot of depression and a lot of suicidal thoughts and things that I'm pretty sure everybody done been through before. Um, But right now, i just been focused on overcoming it all and building my relationship with God. Um, I am in high school, but I am repeating my senior year because of, you know, what I was going through. And I'm just right now just going with the flow, like just. Whatever, wherever God takes me, that's where I'm going. <laughs> yes, and amen. And I'm so glad to see you smiling after you just laid all that heavy stuff on us, just breeze right by it, and you still smiling. That's a blessing. Thank you. That's absolutely a blessing. So did you grow up in church, or did you come to God at some later point in your life? Um. So I, I would say that I grew up in church a little bit, but at some point I did stop going to church. So right now... I'm like, you know, trying to build my own relationship with God instead of like what my parents or my grandma had me doing. I'd rather, I'm doing it on my own now. Yeah, 
that's the same like when I was a kid we used to go to church and then we stopped and then in college is when I started to you know get to know God for myself versus what my grandma was doing or what I would see other people do how they served him you know and it's important that we do that because there's a lot of things that we have to unlearn from watching others and how they serve God because not being judgy or anything but older people they're a little religious they're a little like clung to customs and traditions and do it this way and do it that way and as we evolve and as we change as a people it's kind of harder for them to shift with us and so we have to unlearn some of those practices that they used to do um but yeah, same, I, same, same experience. And so I want to dive into your experience with losing, well, first you being shot and then losing your father. What, when that happened, I know that happened when you were younger, but when did you really start feeling that like affect you? And then what were you doing to like cope with it and, you know, overcome it as you're working on? Um, so but like I said, I got shot when I was seven. Um, during me get shot, my father also got shot. So we both got shot at the same time. Um, I would say that it started to mess with me. I would say mess with me because it did really mess with my mind and my emotions. Yeah. Um, in elementary school, I would say he died my second grade year. So I would say by the time I hit third grade, I was like, Ooh, like, what did all these thoughts? Um, I didn't know how to do with it. And I also yeah. had to repeat my second grade year. So that's why I say third grade. But I also went, but it also hit home, really, once I hit middle school. And that's, like, sixth, seventh grade. And then after I hit middle school, it was just, like, emotions up and down, up and down. Um. I would say I didn't have the best coping methods, but at first it started off as me writing and um, expressing myself. And then I started to gravitate towards writing my own music. But I noticed all of my sons was always sad. So I was like, girl, you need something different. So I did stop writing music for a while. But when I stopped writing music, I did start to smoke. And I recently stopped smoking. Um, so I'm still a work in progress and still trying to, you know, keep going and change my ways, but I'm just believing in God and just basically just praying to him that he like helped me through a lot of my situations that I've been through. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't really, I don't really do anything as far as like me trying to, you know, get my emotions. Like I said, all I do is write. Now I started to pray. I started to pray. I started to write down my prayers. Instead of me just saying them out loud, I write them down. So that way I feel like I have more of a connection with God. God's actually hear me. And if I ever need to go back and read those things, I can to know how far I came. Yeah. That's that's key right there. That's key. I talk about that a lot of times in, in my courses about 
having like receipts and how you said you have your prayers so you can refer back to them to see how far you came. That is a key to life because a lot of time we get into depressive cycles or we get upset or we get triggered by something and we don't have anything to refer back to. And so those receipts that we keep like your prayers or me, I like make sticky notes and put them everywhere. I use my planner as my form of receipt. So like when I feeling like I'm not doing enough or sad or depressed or whatever, I have these things to um, affirm that, hey, you are progressing. Hey, you are intentionally working on healing or 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 finding healthy coping um, mechanisms for the grief and stuff. So, girl, that is key. <laughs> you 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 write on it. And the other things that you talked about writing music, that is a very good um, coping method as well and thank you for being well not even thank you well thank you for saying it on the podcast but (laughs) that's good that you are bold enough to say out loud this is what I'm struggling with and this is what I'm um, working on getting rid of Um, because a lot of times we don't share that or we'd be like I don't know if I should say that because somebody might say something about me but it's good to be transparent because there's other women who are um, using um, weed or they're drinking or they're having sex to cope with what's going on in life and um, are timid or unsure if they should even let somebody know that that's what they're doing. Um, and so your willingness to let that flow out of your mouth is definitely going to help someone um, face that as well. Um, but you have some really good coping methods. <laughs> and I mean, that's great. And I can't really... I mean, I grew up without my dad, but it wasn't because he was, um, his life was taken. He just chose not to be there. And so I really cannot really relate, although I would love to. And I want to like affirm you because that's just the person that I am, but (laughs) I haven't experienced it. But I can say that you, this smile that you have on, y'all see her, (laughs) it just shows God's grace that he has on your life. and, And I just love it for you. Thank you. I really do. And so, and I was thinking about, you know, it's like most people in this stage of their life, they would probably be mad with God or God, why would you let this happen? And, and what's going on? Have you ever um, been like that with God? Angry um, with him? Yes, I have. I can say it was one time, uh, I think I was in 10th grade and I was getting in trouble about my grades because grades, me in school, we don't get along. <laughs> and it was more so me like asking God, like, why me? Like, why I got to go through this? Why I just can't be like all of my friends be smart in school and, you know, get the scholarships and stuff. Why do I have to go through all of these emotions yeah. while I'm in school? It made it harder for me. And right. I got to a point now where like I, I, did a, I think I was crying, and the only thing I could say was like, "Thank you, thank you, God, thank you, God." And at that moment, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this this is what I've been waiting though." <laughs> I've been waiting long. And that day, I um, I just started to thank Him. I started to thank Him for everything that I went through, good and bad. Like I just thanked Him for everything. Like mm-hmm. that when we go through a lot of these trials and tribulations. We look at them like, oh, my God, these are some big problems. But one thing I learned in church was the problem provokes power. And Ooh, that's good. up with me for it. It's been sticking with me for a minute now. And my problems pro- 
like you know provoking some power like i'm being here being on here with you this is like you opening doors for me nobody knows that i want to start a podcast this is my way of you know god preparing me for the things that he has for me mm-hmm. that's good what does it say power problems provoke power yeah the problem provokes power girl that's good they they stuck you with a great one because that's so true um and even like the, the things that you like the craziest wildest unexpected things like you losing your dad unexpectedly for no reason you had a right to be angry at what happened to you but you got to a point where you turned that anger into praise and that's that's the goal because there was something for you to get out of that although it was tragic although in it very hurtful there was something for you to gain from there not saying that he had to lose his life for you to go somewhere but in that event being able to find the the good things out of that whatever god has predestined you to be you were able to do that which is like wonderful because that's really heavy that's really heavy and i know a lot of people aren't able to just look at it that way and I imagine that it took you some some time of being angry and then shifting to that um praise. Yes. It it did. I um I did go through a point where I tried to choose myself over school and that I would say that was like one of the moments where I was just like, Girl, you you choosing the wrong stuff. Like you gotta be choosing God at this point. But mm-hmm. oh back then, like I thought I thought hey, okay, I choose over this, Sorry. you okay? Um, <laughs> over this, and you know, I, I still got God because I always believed in God, even with me questioning Him. I feel like nobody's never not gonna question some things that God doing it. If yeah, they don't then they telling the story because you're not normal if you don't do that. But right, question a lot of things, and I can't say that He answered them day by day, like. You just, but you have to go to him with the open heart and, mm-hmm. you know, trust his process. That's what I always tell myself. Like, I trust God's process. Yeah, that's good. And it's great. Cause, and it can be hard trusting his process. Like, it's like I used to tell myself, I feel like I'm, like, walking through a cloud. I can't see what's ahead of me, but I'm just trusting in God that what is ahead of me is good. <laughs> Um, cause the, the process is long. I'm about to say it can be long, but it is a long journey. Um, when you're working in purpose and God isn't going to just lay every step that you have to take to get there, because then we'll be trying to find a different route when we see a problem is about to be up ahead. And so trusting his process is very, very key. Like you said, um, girl, this is great (laughs) this is so good and so you said that you um transitioned from anger to praise and what kind of things were you did you do something to get into that position of praise like did something happen or did you have a revelation about something Um, like what shift for you okay so i don't know if i mentioned this to you even over the phone um during, like I uh before my senior year, my uncle passed away. Mm-hmm. So during that time, um, 
I was okay with it. I can honestly say I was okay with it. Like, I dealt with it better than I did with my father. Um, But I would say losing him opened my eyes to the world. Like, because he was the person that spoke to me, like, and just, like, gave me so much, so much advice and do this and do that. He opened my eyes to a lot of, you know, worldly things and was just letting us know, like, this is not real. That's not real. And you need to, you know, just know that, like, it's stuff like this here, but you can be better than this stuff. That's, that was the type of person he was. And after losing him, it was just like, that was a surreal moment for our family. Like, it was just like, nah, this can't be real. Because he took care of just about all of us. Just him being the person that he was and I eventually um even though I said I was okay with that it did cause me my senior year of course and then him on top of all of my emotions I was like I'm tired of this like I don't want to keep going through the same thing this is aggravating like I'm gonna keep being cooped up in this room crying asking God why and suicidal thoughts because my suicidal thoughts were crazy like it was a moment where I had to literally make myself go to sleep just so I wouldn't do anything because mm-hmm. I didn't want my brothers and sisters to find me in that way. Nobody knows this, though. Like, mm-hmm. I've maybe told two of my cousins, and they were like, that's crazy. You shouldn't think like that. But it's just like, no matter how much you explain yourself to people, they're never going to understand you. But if you explain yourself to God and talk to God and have those conversations that you have with these worldly people, I promise to you, he going to understand you. He get it. Yes. Like, I had to, for me to, like, go through what I had to go through just to find that, I was like, I I wish I didn't have to do all that. But at the same time, it, it made me the person who I am. That's why I'm able to smile the way I do. Mm. Everybody know me as, like, this happy person. But I would rather people know me like this than to know what I have to go through. I don't want nobody to know me really based off my story and what I had to go through. Don't I don't want nobody to look at me differently. Look yeah. at me. Look at me with this smile. Like I'm still gonna be Ani at the end of the day. But that him losing him and going through a break as well, that just was like, girl, go on, go on get you some God so you can keep going. Yeah. That's good. So you kind of just got tired of being down and you was like, I got to do something different. That's so good. And that'll do it. That'll do it. That's exactly what did it for me. Like I was tired of trying the same thing in different manners. Like smoking won't work and started drinking. That don't work. Go to the club. Try this man. Try this girl. That don't work. He's like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of this. <laughs> like it's time to do something different. Let me give um the God that my grandmother introduced me to. Let me give him a try. And of course he was the answer. And you speaking so much truth to that. You can explain things to your mama, you can tell it to your cousin, you can tell it to your best friend who knows every detail of your life, but nobody will understand you the way that God does. Girl I got a journal about this because <laughs> it's so real. It is so real. That's so good. And it's great 
to see how close you are with God, that how your your relationship with him is so intimate. Um, <clears throat> and I remember going through my uh, journal from 2017. I have an entry in there and it says, I don't know what this is, but I know the only person that can help me with this is God. The only person that has the answer for me is God. And it's so surreal when you profess that out of your mouth, like God is the only one who understands me, your life changes, your faith increases, you start doing other things, you stop allowing other things to happen in your life. It's like the whole trajectory of your life shifts because you now have a firm understanding of who is who's leading your life and who is going to help you get to your best healthy spiritual self um and not by way of your own strength and what you think is going to work but what he has for you to do and what he says will work out for you so that girl (laughs) heavy and wonderful i know your podcast is gonna boom do you already have ideas for it um i honestly I did create my first episode. I wrote it down and I put it in my little prayer book. So when the time comes, I will start mine. <laughs> yes. Y'all already know it's going to boom because you're here dropping gems. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to put this out because I'm I'm excited to to for it to, to bless people who listen to it. Um, because you're only 19, you already have so much so much wisdom thank you like you are being prepared to like to um influence a generation that we ain't never seen like so many young young um people are just so captivated and so involved in living for god like and wholeheartedly doing it it's so good to see and i know that you are going to be a blessing to them people. And I'm excited to have you a part of the Broken to Bless Mentorship group as Thanks. well. Yes. Um, so that you can share. Because <clears throat> a lot of people go through things like you went through and they don't see a way out. Yeah. They, they, they're they struggling with changing their anger into praise. They're struggling with finding these healthy um, coping habits that you have, like writing music and writing down your prayers. They're struggling to find those things and so you putting your making yourself available is key and I do believe that you're gonna go go forth and just go beyond everything that you thought was gonna happen God is gonna blow your mind he is he is so I'm I'm looking forward to when you put that out because <laughs> I'm gonna be subscribed <laughs> but sure and y'all she has her testimony um on her youtube page as well and i will put that in the description so you can go and listen to her um testimony in full detail as well and so as we wrap up i want you to share a message of encouragement for women who have experienced a unexpected loss what would you say right now to uplift them in their spirit um to you know keep moving forward and to find those healthy coping habits to um help them in their time of grieving um well i would like to share this so that y'all can know that we are all the same really i have lost a total of probably five people in my family in the last two or three years more that was 
more than we have ever, you know, like we haven't lost anybody in our family for a long time before that. So it opened our eyes to a lot of things. But what I can say is everybody is not going to be the same when it comes to the path that you take. And you have to learn how to learn how to take yourself out of the equation so that way you can become the person that you need to be or want to be. And yes, people are going to look at you a little different. Some may say, oh, you think you this and you think you that, but it's up to you to prove them wrong, not with mm. the things that you say out of your mouth, but with your actions. And that goes for me as well, because I'm still learning, because I'll be quick to tell somebody, I'm a child of God, you better leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to keep going. Um, like I said, your problem produce the pro the power. I think I did it right this time. The pro your problem produce power. And you have to know that, and you have to believe that, and also keep faith, keep you a lot of faith in God. Uh, one of my aunties did share with me that God would move mountains with just a mustard seed size of faith. That's all it takes. The littlest bit of faith and God will move, do wonders in your life. And mm. as you can tell, God is trying to do some wonders in my life. I'm not perfect, but I'm still going. And I want everybody else to do the same thing and just blossom into the person that God wants you to be. Yes. And he is doing wonders in your life you are a blessing and you're you're bright like your spirit's bright like i'm pretty sure when you with people like they enjoy being around you um because i'm enjoying this and we're not even in person um, <laughs> so thank you for sharing that um and i second that everything she just said yes um set yourself apart and have faith that mustard seed size size of faith will do wonders. It's God said it, and so it is what it is. It's true. It's real. Just try it out. Um, step, step, step inside of your faith. Find those healthy coping habits. Cling to prayer. If you got to write your prayer down, do it. If you got to say your prayer out loud. Do it. Whatever you got. If you got to get on the phone with your friend every day and pray, do it. But do what you got to do so that you can stay in alignment with the assignment that God has for you. And that's for all of us. We got to do what we got to do so that we can stay in alignment with the assignment that he has for each and every one of us and eliminate excuses. No more excuses. Yes. We're going to go forth. We're going to travail if we have to. We're going to accept blessings as we come. And we're going to glean to grace. Grace is when we do everything that we can do and God does the rest. So just do all that you can do and keep pressing forward. Thank you, Jayani. Am I saying your name right? Is it Jayani? It's uh, it's pronounced like Johnny. It's Jayani. Jayani. Okay. Yes. I got it. <laughs> Thank you, Jayani. <laughs> For um, coming on tonight, um, I do appreciate your time, and I am looking forward again to the Broken to Bless Mentorship Group, because we're going to do that, and again, if you have anything going on, just, you know, let me know. Yes, ma'am. And I'll make myself available, but yes, thank you for being here tonight. I'm excited to schedule this, I just want you to know, and 
Yeah, that's it. I was about, I'm talking too much. <laughs> Let's talk when I press stop recording. <laughs> but thank you again. <laughs> Hey sis, thanks for tuning into the message today. I really hope that it blessed you and encouraged you. I also pray that it motivates you to keep you pushing forward in everything that God has for you. Before you leave, make sure you are sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Let that be your way of evangelizing to the people, okay? Don't forget to subscribe and I will be talking to you soon.